Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. If this is your first time listening, well, welcome. And if you've been here before, well, welcome back, my friend. Emily Kaufman stops by a little later on in the program to share some cruise happenings for this fall. Yeah, you may have seen her on the Today Show in the past. She's been on there like a million times. Also, listener Rick will stop by to give his review of Carnival Sunshine. But first, as always, it's Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug. How's it going? Good, man. We were talking about this last week about uh, the devastation in Cabo. Well, it looks like Carnival Cruise Lines returns there in just a couple of days, but also uh, not only returning, but with some relief efforts. This is actually a big sailing for them because uh, the October 4th sailing kicks off the return of year-round cruising to the Mexican Riviera. So they're going to be returning to doing the seven-day Mexican Riviera cruises, which they've been essentially off for, believe it or not, two years now. Wow. So uh, they are going to be uh, doing that uh, seven-night run out of Long Beach, out of Los Angeles, uh, down to the Mexican Riviera. And while uh, a couple of other cruise lines have skipped Cabo San Lucas because of the devastation, the October 6th arrival of Carnival Miracle uh, I think it's actually pretty uh, pretty appropriate that the miracle is bringing hurricane relief to Cabo San Lucas, which cool. was um, significantly devastated by uh, a recent hurricane. So, besides bringing much needed passengers and tourist dollars to, to Cabo San Lucas and helping the residents try to resume their their lives and get back to normal, they're going to be bringing them all kinds of uh, relief uh, items to uh, help them through their um, rebuilding. The cruise lines seem to have a big heart when it comes to relief and aid for other countries. We, we've seen, I mean, the cruise lines have, have always been very um, supportive and very generous yeah. with the different ports that they, the countries that they visit. And this is just another example of, of the generosity by bringing um, the relief effort. Yeah, absolutely. So we came across this from our friends over at Cruise Critic, Carnival's Four Fee steak in the steakhouse, uh, also with a lobster. But I understand this isn't the first time we've seen this with Carnival. Well, um, Doug, this was actually tested uh, back in 2010. Mm -hmm. Royal Caribbean started it back in 2008. But uh, Carnival essentially, you know, tabled the concept after a run and just decided not to do it. Um, But, you know, here we are four years later, and uh, they're now um, reinstituting it, again, on on a test basis. Uh, they've already tested it uh, on a on a few ships uh, back in May aboard four ships, and uh, you know they're going to offer you the opportunity to have a one and a half pound Maine lobster uh, or a nine ounce fillet, uh, fourteen ounce New York strip steak, hmm. or you could do the surf and turf, and uh, they're going to charge uh, twenty dollars. Look, you know the passengers on board the ships still have opportunities to voice their opinions, and Carnival, like all the cruise lines, are very responsive. Next story, very sad. A kid fell to his death off the mast of Carnival Ecstasy. Uh, what's the, what are the details? Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, essentially, what he, what he was doing, he uh, he along with some of his friends had seen some other kids up uh, on the mast uh, and in that area of the forward part of the ship uh, the night before, 
And so they thought it would be a great idea to sit up there as the ship sailed into the port of Miami. Mm. And unfortunately, this uh, 20-year-old kid from Clemson uh, was actually sitting um, near one of the radars and, you know, the, 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 cat, you know, the, the ship uh, turned that radar on and as it swung around, it knocked him off his perch and he fell uh, about 20 feet or so to the deck below. Mm. But, I mean, these areas, Doug, as you know, I mean, on, on so many cruises, I mean, they're, there's, they're in restricted areas. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. It's like it's like it's, deciding you know to go snorkeling around the propeller as the ship is leaving. Yeah, but you know, common sense comes into play somewhere in there too. Oh, of of, of course. I mean, let's, and, yeah. You know these the, the, the ships. There are areas of a ship that are dangerous. Yeah. And they're they're restricted areas. Stay out of them. Moving on to Norwegian Cruise Line, they're adding a private dining room inside their dining room aboard Norwegian Escape. Uh, do tell. Well, they're going to have this uh, in addition to this restaurant called Taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a private area that can accommodate up to 100 passengers. So if you're a family, group of 20, 30, 40, 50, up to 100, you will now have a nice area that will make it easier for you to be able to dine together rather than uh, you know, essentially trying to make the, uh, the impossible happen, and that's trying to you know, have large groups sit together in various restaurants. So it's, it's definitely a good move by Norwegian to try to accommodate you know, passengers that are, are traveling in large groups. I like it. I love it. Yeah, so moving on to Princess Cruises. Uh, Regal Princess is going to make its United States debut in November down in Fort Lauderdale, but they're releasing an app. So uh, what are the details on this app and uh, the capabilities of it? Well, the, the app is essentially uh, to help passengers on board the ship communicate with each other. Now, we, we know that the, you know, using the cell phone services on board the ship can be very expensive. You know, for either texting or uh, making phone calls. So what they're going to do with this Princess at Sea app, Doug, is that uh, you'll be able to use your browser, get into the, you know, your smartphone or tablet or whatever, and you'll be able to communicate with other passengers that have that application, and you'll be able to uh, send text uh, messages uh, to each other to, uh, you know, stay in touch and, you know, communicate. I mean, it's certainly very helpful for families. You know, where are you? You know, I'm here. Uh, we know that the uh, you know, the walkie-talkies sometimes work. It just depends, you know, on, on distance and how much steel is in between. Yeah. But uh, this is just another way to uh, utilize the – now, what it will be used, Doug, is the ship's intranet. Mm-hmm. So you're not needing the – you're not needing access to the internet. So you won't have to, you know, link up and, and sign into an account and pay, you know, you know 50 to 75 cents a minute. Uh, to use the application. So this is just going to use the ship's intranet. So it's just, uh, you know, working within the ship. And it's a nice way to be able to, to communicate with each other. And uh, and also passengers will be able to uh, review, you know, what's going on, the daily, you know, the daily activities. You know, if they, get, you know, they can see the ship's itinerary and the port guides, they can browse the restaurant menus and uh, also look at their uh, stateroom account. So ah. there's a lot of useful features. A little of this, a little of that. I like it. So we've been tracking Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas, who did its conveyance a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what is the status of her now? She is off the coast of the Netherlands and Denmark, uh, tooling around. And, uh, you know, she's getting her fitting. We've seen the, uh, the latest, some of the late you know pictures where we finally, for the very first time, got to see a picture of the North Star, 
hasn't been installed yet, but uh, we, we saw the picture. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an exciting time. So, you know, she's out for a few days. She'll come back in. Um, I know that she's going to get some, some, you know, besides the work being done in Emshaven in the Netherlands, uh, she will head over to Bremerhaven in Germany to get some additional work. And then, uh, you know, she's off to uh, Southampton uh, for uh, Halloween. Very so nice. She still has a few, few weeks' worth of uh, work, but uh, she's out there stretching her sea legs. Uh, you know, I saw her up to about uh, 18 and a half knots. Um, so, I mean, she, they're, they're working her pretty good. So she's been out there for at least three days at this point. All right. Well, there you go. Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. You can find him at cruiseguy.com. Thanks for being here, my friend. Hey, my pleasure, Doug. This is Cruise Radio. How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Check out our blog, the video page, and interact at cruiseradio.net. Even with soaring airfares and gas prices, tis the season for great weather, great fall foliage, and great off-season travel. The travel mom, Emily Kaufman, you may have seen her on the Today Show, joins us with the inside scoop on some great cruise vacation ideas, and she joins us right now. Hello, Emily. Hi, I'm really happy to talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump right to it. Why is fall one of the best times to travel? Well, it's what we call the shoulder season in the travel industry, which means it's after all the summer visitors have left, but before the holiday travelers are coming. So you're going to get a lot of value, find a lot more deals, and get more bang for your buck. And cruises are a really great way to do that, to find value. I'm sure that, that you know all of this, oh, yeah. that you only unpack one time, and you see so many different places, and your meals and activities are included in one great price. We definitely know the value of cruising, Emily, but uh, what kind of deals are we seeing out there right now? Well, here's what we're going to see is CLIA, the Cruise Lines International Association, has a cruise for everyone in every budget because they have this thing called the world's largest cruise sale. And this is taking place from October 6th until October 13th, where top cruise lines like Carnival, Royal Caribbean, International, and Norwegian Cruise Lines team up with thousands of travel agents across the country to offer savings on more than 200 different cruise ships. So some examples of what they're doing are on Norwegian Cruise Line. They're giving you 10% off their cruise fare that comes in the form of onboard credits for things like specialty dining, shore excursions, spa treatments, 
plus $100 onboard credit per person for specialty sailings and $300 in onboard credits on select itineraries. So that's a whole lot of bang for your buck. Also, Disney Cruise Line is giving a $100 onboard credit on select seven-night Western Caribbean cruises. And this is one of my favorites on Royal Caribbean. Mm. A buy one guest, get a second guest 50% off. Nice. And you can still even get 5% off the line's choice airfare bookings. I love those deals. What are the 2014 fall cruise hotspots? Well, what we're seeing in terms of fall hotspots where you're going to get a lot of value are places that are really popular during the peak season. And an example of that is Greater Fort Lauderdale in South Florida. They've got beautiful beaches, and what people don't realize is that they are filled with so many different activities, too. They're known as the yachting capital of the world. And at the end of the month of October, they have the 55th Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Mm. This is the world's largest in-water boat show. Also, Greater Fort Lauderdale celebrating their centennial, which kicks off mid-October with a whole calendar of events throughout Broward County. There's concerts, festivals, dance performances, and more. And since a lot of people are, are cruise fans, obviously, that are listening to your program, there are great packages on pre- and post-cruises. If you're sailing out of Port Everglades, if you go to sunny.org and click on their cruise and play option. Nice. Very good. Now, uh, a lot of parents listen to the show, and you are the travel mom. So uh, what, are some, what are some of your best mom travel tips for getting the most out of your fall vacation? Well, I want people to make sure they understand just because summer's behind us, that doesn't mean you can't travel and you can't have a vacation experience. And one of the many advantages about fall is destinations are so much less crowded. So if you wanted to go to a theme park in the summer and didn't get there, you wanted to see the new aquarium attraction or visit one of the museums with something that they have there, fall's a really good time to go. The lines won't be nearly as long. You're going to get deals to go there, and the weather is still delightful for being outside. I love it. Good stuff, Emily. For more information, including all the destinations, deals, and information featured in this segment, just go to yournewscafe.com. Emily Kaufman is the travel mom. Thanks for being on the show, my dear. Thank you. You too. Good to talk with you. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. We always love getting your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, just email comments at cruiseradio.net. Like listener Rick Dixon from Jacksonville, Florida, just returned from a seven-night sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine down there in Port Canaveral, and he joins us this evening. Hello, Rick. Hello. Fresh off of Carnival Sunshine, huh? Yes. Had a great time. Very cool. We'll get to the Carnival Sunshine in, uh, in just a couple of minutes, but before we go there, let's take it back a step, and what were your pre-cruise thoughts, and what made you want to cruise Carnival Sunshine? Before I went on Carnival Sunshine, I had heard a lot about it. I was on the Liberty probably a month before, and they had the video playing all the time about how Carnival Sunshine, the rebirth of Carnival Sunshine, and then I heard a lot about the different ports of call that the Sunshine made in the Western Caribbean, so... I felt like that's what I needed to do. I think they kind of like, uh, they hypnotize you to wanting to book it as many times as they show that damn video. <laughs> it's like by, <laughs> the end of the, yeah, by the end of the cruise, you know every word to every Sunshine video in the six-part series. But anyway, uh, yeah. so the cruise leaves out of Cape Canaveral uh, down there in central Florida. So how was embarkation to Carnival Sunshine from Cape Canaveral? It was very smooth. Walked right in, gave the information walked on the ship and started having fun. Very cool. And what were your first impressions of Carnival Sunshine? 
beautiful ship. They did a great job redoing it. It's uh, just it sparkles. It's just very, very, very nice. Carnival Sunshine, which was previously Carnival Destiny, was the world's largest cruise ship, breaking 100,000 tons back in 1996. And then the makeover, of course, breaking even new records. Uh, did anything really stick out to you uh, when you first walked into the ship? Probably the Grand Atrium that had the big gold, I guess it's uh, some kind of ball or something. Yeah, it's a big sunshine sphere of some sort. So uh, you make your way through the atrium into your stateroom. So what kind of stateroom did you have, and what did you think of it? Well, I had the um, Ocean View stateroom, and it was really, really nice. I liked the new colors, the blues, and the light-colored wood. It was just really nice. And what did you think of the space in there? It was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. We had a nice sofa and the bed area at the bathroom, adequate closet space. It was really, really nice. Now, a couple of months ago, before you sailed Carnival Sunshine, you said you sailed Carnival Liberty. Uh, could you tell the difference between the staterooms? I really couldn't tell that big of a difference other than the color scheme. Uh, the Liberty was more of the traditional Carnival colors mm-hmm. that I've had on several different ships, but the Sunshine... It was lighter colored. The carpet was lighter. The walls, the woodwork, everything. So it was. It was had a different, a different um, atmosphere. Ever since last year, ever since Carnival Sunshine's refurb last year, it's been getting rave reviews for the food on there. So let's talk about the food and uh, what kind of dining options did you experience on your seven night sailing? Well, I had the main dining room, and I also ate upstairs, especially on the sea days. I had the sea day brunch which is always a highlight. I wouldn't miss one for anything. Did you do any of the specialty restaurants this trip? I, I didn't do any of the specialty restaurants, but I did uh, eat a guy's burger joint an awful lot. That's, uh, that's one of my favorites. And a little-known secret on Carnival Sunshine is that the Blue Iguana Cantina actually serves breakfast, too. So that's, uh, that's really good there as well. Uh, as far as entertainment on Carnival Sunshine, because Carnival went through Funship 2.0, which is basically like they're beefing up their entertainment program. And they started that back in 2011. So uh, I guess we can kind of compare it to Carnival Liberty a couple of months ago. What were your thoughts of the entertainment on Carnival Sunshine this go around? You really couldn't compare the two. Carnival Sunshine entertainment was so good. I enjoyed every single show. I couldn't believe I was I was just taken back by all the stuff. It was just wonderful. Did you get a chance to check out any of the comedy shows? Yes, we checked out some of the comedy shows and of course the um the late night ones are not for the children, but yes, they were very, very funny. And please tell me you did your signature Gloria Gaynor karaoke song. Uh, what was it again? <laughs> oh, I Will Survive? Yeah, did you do that? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I always do that. That's my signature. One thing that really defines a cruise ship is the public areas outside during sea days. So talk to us about the outdoor areas during the sea days. And did you find there being any like areas of mass congestion, or did it all seem to flow pretty good? It really did flow pretty well. Uh, I spent a lot of the time on the Serenity deck. It's a three-deck Serenity area just for the adults. It has a beautiful waterfall and the swimming pool. It was just one of the most relaxing places to be. I know Serenity on Carnival Sunshine is a really, really popular area of the ship. Did you find it hard getting uh, deck chairs or anything like that? The first day, I found it difficult, but I learned after that to just go and um, go plan to go early and plan to stay. Um, but don't leave your towel on the chair and, and go away. I mean, that, that's really kind of... Uh, 
upsetting for people who plan to spend time at the, at the pool area. I was going to say the first day, I thought you were going to say, the first day you learned to wake up at 6 and put your towel on the chair and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see a lot of people doing that. <laughs> nice. What, uh, what ports did you hit on this seven-night Caribbean sailing? Uh, we first went to Cozumel, then to Belize, then um, Roatan in Honduras, and then we finished up in Costa Maya in Mexico. Nice. And which one was your favorite? Oh, probably Roatan. Okay, that's an interesting choice for being a favorite cruise port. Why was that? Well, I took the excursion to the Maya Key, and it had the animals, it had the Mayan ruins, and we went snorkeling, and the snorkeling there was unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like that. I snorkeled several places, several times, but the snorkeling there just took your breath away. Very cool. And in closing here, Rick, do you have any been there, done that tips for people who may be considering sailing Carnival Sunshine? Yes, I would um, tell them about the dining. If you if you want the anytime dining where you choose the time to go, make sure that you don't go at the most popular time because you will have to wait. Uh, I would recommend um, going early or much later or signing up for the regular seated dining times. Cool. And uh, how, by the way, I didn't ask you, how was the main dining room on this ship? Oh, great. The service was so good. I've, it was probably the best service I've had on a cruise in a long time. Okay. And the food was, the food was really good. Very good. Well, we've been talking with Rick Dixon. He just got back from a seven-night Western Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine. Rick, my friend, thanks for being on the show, and have a good evening. Okay, you too. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, remember, if you have a question or a cruise review, shoot it to us at comments at cruiseradio.net. Don't forget, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. Uh, if I forgot anything, it's all there at the homepage, cruiseradio.net. From the insuremytrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by AlaskaCruises.travel. Looking for the best deal on an Alaska cruise? Look no further than AlaskaCruises.travel, where you can shop and compare itineraries, read reviews, watch videos, and more. Visit AlaskaCruises.travel today. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.